I just realized the other day. It's literally the story of I can fix her. He's that guy. I can fix her. For the love of God, please bring that up when we talk about it. Sure. <laughs> oh shit. Oh my god. Now it's given he's gonna give millions of weaves over the world. It's like, oh, it can actually work in real life. <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anime Club After Dark, the podcast that delves into all things anime, manga, and otaku culture related. I'm your host, Alex, but you can call me Senpai. And joining me tonight, I have the entire crew with us. We have our czar of, czar of source material, John. I saw that, Natai. We all doing? heard that, Natai. We can, yeah, I can hear you when you do that. <laughs> anyway, hi, John. Hello. We have... Uh, what is it you named yourself? <laughs> Mr. Fitzsim Chinoda. I love the mouth twinks. <laughs> <laughs> and our poser extraordinaire Natai. No mics were hit in the process of the <laughs> of this podcast. No violence was shown towards any mic. Okay. No physical anyway. contact in the seat. <clears throat> No, but this you man's a liar. It. A liar. <laughs> you will yell into it later, I'm sure. <laughs> you will verbally abuse that mic. You might not f- physically abuse it, but you will verbally abuse it. Bro, bro. I... I'm not going to make that joke. You know what? I'm not going to make that joke even. It's fine. All right. But the four of us have gotten together because we're going to talk about the second season of Mushoku Tensei. Uh, so this is going to be part one of our season two spoiler cast um <clears throat> just like the first season we're gonna uh split this into two parts instead of doing it all at once uh so it just ended in fact uh last week as of the time of recording this i think it'll be out or be done for two weeks by the time this actually comes out uh so let's talk about it i want to talk about some of the technical stuff first um so it's obviously studio bind has come back um it's a lot of the same cat or well, it's all the same cast as far as I know, uh, besides all the new people. Um, uh, pretty much the crew is all the same too, except this season does have a different director than the first. Um, the director for this season was Hiroki Hirano and Natai was looking at it before we started recording. I think this is his first like time as a solo director of, of an entire series, yes. right? Um, yep. He's done some episode directing. He actually directed a few of the episodes in in season one, but this is his first project where he's been like the chief director of the entire project. Honestly, um, good for him. I think he did a pretty good job. Yeah, um, uh, Yoshiaki Fujisawa is also back doing the music for uh, the second season, which uh, I, I I really like the soundtrack to Mushoku Tensei. Um, dude yep. does a really really good job. <clears throat> Let's talk about the OP and ED though uh op is spiral we have an actual op this time uh spiral by Longman. i want i wanted to ask about that because one of the unique things we talked about was season one was like the way they did the op like yeah it was kind of the same song every time but it was like interwoven with what was going on in the episode and yeah that was like a really good animation yeah it was it was a really cool unique thing that they did and i was kind of sad to see that go away this season yeah, for a traditional OP, like, I get it. You want to help boost sales of stuff and whatnot, and marketing, mm-hmm. whatnot. Um, and the OP itself, I think, is... The song is okay. 
Uh, I don't hate it. I, I just don't like. I think the visuals just there's it spoils so much. But it really what? sells it too it because it starts anything. out with. It well, definitely no, the, the, spoils stuff. I, it may, Why are you I rolled really, by the visuals, bro? We know the end the goal visuals, from literally the first opening song sequence, right? You know the end goal of the season of the first quarter. But by the end of by the point you get to that op. <laughs> You already reached a point in the show where it's very clear what's the end goal of the. Yeah, I mean, plot. because of C- because of episode zero, like it doesn't really matter. Yeah, yeah, um, we all know what's going to happen because of the episode zero. We're like, oh, we know who this is now. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. I do, I do like visually though how the op starts out with very muted, like uh, almost washed out colors, and as it goes on, and as Rudy's like moving through his life, essentially that he's going to do in this first half of the season more and more vibrant colors like come in and get added to it. i really like that visual aesthetic of it that crescendo okay. in the op where like you re- where it cuts to that action sequence with soldat is so fucking slick dude i yeah. love that sequence. it looks so I like smooth. that a lot too bro i love uh, bro dad so much <laughs> bro dad, nice. bro dad. Bro dad. I love that. We'll, well, well we'll talk about him and how much that's a really good bait and switch that we get at the first part of this uh this season um so we have two eds to talk about uh like the primary ed is called uh musubime uh it's by yukio ohara and that's the ed we get through most of the season it's episodes two and three and then five through eleven uh but the final speaking episode of giving has, away yeah uh, the final episode has its own unique ED, and it's sung by Sylphie herself. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. It's oh, cute. <laughs> I have been waiting so long to be like, Sylphie, best girl. Now I can actually explain why Sylphie is best girl. <laughs> <laughs> now it all makes sense. <laughs> oh, no, there's even more reasons why she's actually, she's best wife, actually. Best wife? But, <laughs> best best wife. wife, literally. Bro. <laughs> well, so, so far, only wife. I'm gonna tell you why she's My the wife. best wife who of them all. Okay. I'll tell. Uh, we'll have to finish. We're gonna have to finish Mishoka Tensei first, though, for me to explain why. <laughs> TA in ten years, bro. Yeah, seriously though. I really, I really like that 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 Ed in the final episode though. It's so good. Oh, it sounded fantastic. It's so good. <sighs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So. That's kind of it for the technical section, but I did have one last thing I wanted to talk about. The background art in this particular season. Like the first season had a really good background art too. I don't know what they've done, what crack they're giving the background artist at Studio Bind, but please give them more because these background <laughs> this background art is really, really it's good. Gorgeous, and like yeah. the inf- the environmental lighting in almost every scene is just absolutely perfect. It's oh, almost it's... disgusting how much attention they paid uh, to it. Like... I think I think maybe I'm a little biased though because a lot of this this half of the season takes place in like winter time or times where it's it's those very Set, winter colors yeah. that you're used to seeing. And I think maybe that's why I like it so much because it's really easy to impress me with that kind of background art. I I, I agree. I, I'm a sucker for like a, a good winter setting setting. So back when the first trailer came out, you saw just like Rudy walking in the storm, like, mm, I'm so ready just to be immersed in that sort of environment that, that like we'll go through. So that whole yeah. setting is like, looks gorgeous. I just, we don't get a chance to talk about like technical aspects of anime like that much. And I really wanted to point this out because it, it stands out for the right reasons for how good it is, not for how bad it is. 
can we give a shout a shout out to the voice acting because it still remains yes. really fucking strong, especially with like all the new characters. I've I've been enjoying all I think almost every new character they've added. This hearing season. hearing Rudy scream every time is a treat because it sounds different every single time. <laughs> the pain. <laughs> Like when he has that like breakdown when he meets uh uh the masked chick, like that that screaming that he does, I'm like, damn, you need help. <laughs> Nanahoshi. He needs uh he needs to yeah. breathe. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, the voice acting is is really, really good. Um let's actually get into the story. So we get an episode zero instead of an episode one to start out the se- uh, the season. Uh, John was telling us beforehand this is not in the original web novel. Uh, no, maybe in the light novel. We're not sure, but it's not in the original web novel. Yeah, episode zero. Um, the whole like finding out that Fitz is uh, Sylphie. Mm-hmm. You don't un- you don't find that out until you get to when it actually does happen. Like the the scene in the library where he finally mm-hmm. figures out like. Uh, actually, I don't even think the scene in the library happens. I think he no, he only figures it out by the end of the arc. Yeah, when they get when, to the when, cave when it's revealed that Sylphie is actually Fitz, and that's when she concocts the plan to like get Rudy in a cave and try to reenact like fuck him the whole um yeah just she's trying to get him get him to fuck her and and you don't know that until like that when that happens so he does, he does figure out that fitz is a woman before then but not that fitz is sylphie gosh yes. took it long enough I, I do not recall that happening in the web novel hmm. so that's one thing that they changed and i i think that it works better because now you're not on you know it, the the entire direction of this the first part of the second season has been like Oh, is he gonna find out? Oh, is Sylphie? Oh, they get it. Oh, they're getting closer. You know, like <laughs> <laughs> and, it's, and Rudy's it's, been like, "Am I gay?" Yeah, <laughs> bro. He like, shit. Do I like this fun boy? <laughs> Rudy, Rudy's just talking to himself in his own head. Why are you gay, <laughs> <laughs> bro? He was like, and then when he was like, "No, Fitz is a dude. I don't care. I still like him for whatever reason." <laughs> It's like I wonder love. why. That's true love. That's good for you, Rudy. <laughs> I, I even like there's that scene in the library where he's just he's he's like talking to himself. It's like, wish I could at least jack off, and then like Fitz is right there behind. <laughs> I laughed out loud. Yeah, like, and then she's like, "Sorry, do we, what did you say?" He's like, "Oh, <laughs> that's actually what Jack off." I didn't know what Jack. That's actually right after that is when he finds out that Fitz is actually a woman because he he t- he touches her butt. No, no, he has she... this like light tap to his dick. He's like, still there. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> No, it's. Uh, uh, I believe when they they fall over, he he touches where her balls are supposed to be, and he realizes there's no balls. No like, balls. Oh, this is a woman. <laughs> Which I'm surprised is how dense he's been the rest of the season. He's like, oh, I wonder if he was castrated. When I was told I by, mean... uh... let's finish that point real quick. Uh, oh, okay, thank you. When I when I was told by my buddy as well that that whole like episode zero was. Not in the web novel, but it's from the light novel. I was like, thank God they added this. Because I, I think, for me personally, I would have been so frustrated to be like, this is fucking Sylphie, I know! Don't fucking lie to me! You know, <laughs> just to have that carrot dangling in my face for like 13 episodes. 
And yes, yeah, it's definitely a better teased. change. The whole thing was teased very, very briefly at the end of the first season. Like, like there was that one scene, like yeah. right at the end, where it cuts yeah, to to Sylphie as Fitz, and it's like that's like the the stinging hook for the end of the second season that's supposed yeah. to bring you back. And I'm glad that we got it because it not not only does it show us like how Sylphie got to where she got after the whole mass teleportation incident, um, it shows like what she's been doing. It sets that up. Is there an explanation why her hair changed its color? Yes, but oh, it just spoiler. happens when she yeah, yeah, yes, yes, but okay, it's a spoiler. never mind. Never mind. Okay. That I would like to point out while rate. this is a spoiler cast, we're only spoiling this part of the anime. If you want, I can tell you everything that's gonna happen. John, don't you no, fucking no, dare. No, no, no. Join our that Discord server if you want to talk about it with John. <laughs> There's an entire channel weird. dedicated to spoilers. Yeah, there is. Um, but yeah, I, I I like the way this kind of sets up not only like Sylphie's sort of arc through um, this part of the season and especially meeting Rudy again, but we actually got to see what happened and we don't have to listen to a whole lot of dialogue just explaining it. Because right. you, either, you either had this like one episode where it shows you or there's going to be an episode of nothing but talking down the road and you're not going to see it. I'd rather I'd rather it be done this way. What do you say? You know, <laughs> I, I kind of wish that there were more battle sequences because I really enjoy the fights in Mushoku Tensei. They're well animated. That's what They're I was about to well say. Animated. The animation, that section where she's like falling from the sky, then like you have that like how they animate and convey that force in which she like destroys that beast that's attacking Ariel at right. that same time. It's like, it the absolute gorgeous. magnitude of all of it is like, yeah. dude, it looks so cool. Gorgeous. There's yeah. also there's that that that's a shot that's done in like her first person view as she's falling, and you just see the hands right in front of you. Those hands are very well that's animated, great. by the way. <laughs> as good as Studio Dean. Yeah, no, I don't know if it's as good <laughs> as Studio Dean's. But uh, no, nah, Shinoda, I, look at the camera. Pay attention. <laughs> pay attention, Shinoda. Stop looking at your tablet. I'm on my phone. Oh my god! <laughs> Freaking jangle keys. We got a jangle keys on the Macquarie podcast now for Shinoda. Like, Shinoda, pay attention. Looking at the dock. Thank you uh, very much. Reading it. <laughs> but you know what? I'll bring up my. Don't you have a monitor here. in front of you? Yeah, you have like eight monitors in yeah, front of you, dude. I can see that there's three. I can see two of them right now, actually. <laughs> <laughs> you can't hide shit from me. You got Twitter Twitter's up? Head. Is that my anime list in Twitter? What? Uh, up here? I can't tell. It's yes. <laughs> That's our YouTube page. We can see two of the monitors reflected in That's the That's our YouTube page you. up there. Bro, I can't have our YouTube. I can barely page, tell. <laughs> Just because if someone sees it, I won't want to have it up. Oh, okay. Bro, okay, subliminal it's marketing. He's actually no, subliminal marketing. No. <laughs> All right. So yeah, episode zero is it's a great addition, I'd say, for the light novel and the yeah. anime. I'm glad that they did do that because the, the web novel out, is pretty rough. Like like most web of novels source are. material. This is the czar of source material saying, "I'm glad they added anime only stuff." <laughs> well, light novel stuff because light novels, like you got to understand, like Overlord, one of my uh, favorite. My actually my favorite light novel, it's su vastly superior to the web novel because one the web novel didn't even have Alberto, like which is geez. which is wild to me. Yeah, you Alberto. Serious? 
Yeah, yeah. So in Overlord, Albedo does not exist in the web novel. That was something that what uh, Mariyama Sensei's uh, editor was like. I think you need to add a new character. You need a hot succubus sh- in your story. Yeah, the so, hot uh, virgin succubus. So, I like a lot of times I would say light novels are an improvement on the web novel because you know web novels are I'm I'm writing something without an editor essentially. Yeah. So light it's novels. It's a beta are, test. Right, yeah, it, it's a beta test. It's the alpha. It's the pre-alpha. The so I would say that I like reading web novels because they come out fast and they're first and usually they're more concise. Like I, I liked reading the um, Slime Tensei web novel quite a lot. Uh, the light novel is way better, vastly superior. However, they still hit the main points, you know, in the web novel. So I know the overarching story. And it's the same thing for Michoko Tensei. Like they may change things here or there, but I, I still know the overarching story. They don't change that much. Uh, Overlord, I believe they might be changing. I'm, I'm very certain that Mariyama is going to change the ending to Overlord because everyone absolutely hated the ending of the web novel. Mm. I can only imagine how terrible life would be without Albedo existing. <laughs> Overlord would not be nearly as good without the best waifu, Albedo. But do you know what, what, what isn't in episode zero that isn't the rest of the season? Rudy. <laughs> My yeah. boy. My sad so, boy. The, yeah, the, the, the Depresso Espresso Boy. I definitely remember watching episode zero and being like, no what cream. the fuck is this about? <laughs> like, where's Rudy? What, what's going on? Who are all these characters? Then I realized, like, oh, it's about Sylphie. And I'm like, oh, I know, I know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like they... <laughs> yeah. This, uh, look yeah. at you with your future knowledge. Well, because this part does happen in the web novel, but not like as an episode zero. It happens after she meets Rudy and she and Rudy finds out who Sylphie is because then he's like, what happened? And then she goes on her entire story about what happens. So they just yeah. moved it. Yeah. But which it wasn't I think like is for the benefit of, of the audience, really. Yeah. Uh, it makes it flow a lot better and yeah. it makes the pacing a lot better. <laughs> So uh, for the rest of this uh, season, we pick up with Rudy, who is uh, stupidly depressed at espresso after Eris. Uh, uh, I would say pump and dump, but it was the other way around. <laughs> oh my god! You don't. I mean, she kind of did do that to him, though. I mean, how bad must it have been to just for get up and leave? And Squeeze and dump. Squeeze and there you go. <laughs> I hate this. Oh, <laughs> we're talking about fourteen-year-olds. <laughs> I know, <Yeah>. right? <laughs> I mean, but realistic. It was just because she was she's horrible at communicating. Then that's literally it. She just thought she uh, wasn't worthy of him yet, and she was like, "I'm gonna get worthy and come back to you." But you felt because like she's a fucking him. child still, she didn't realize. Maybe I should probably tell him that at the very least. No, she just left. So now she didn't do like, all that. If I tell him, he'll manage to like convince me to like not go through with this plan. So I can't tell him. Yeah. So Eris, you know, she gave him a lot more emotional maturity than he did have. Yes, but you got to understand that Eris. This entire time we've been with Eris, we've known her to be a. She was a spoiled brat when Rudy first met her, right? A pretentious, spoiled brat. And throughout the entire demon continent and, you know, and growing up with Rudy, she's learning to get, she's being tempered. But when they get to the demon continent, she realized like her wild side of like, oh, fight first, ask questions later has been helping them this entire time. And she realized that she grows dependent on Rudy because once Rudy's not there, she doesn't know what the fuck to do because all she can do is fight. 
She needs someone yeah. to like tell her what to do. And that all culminates to the ending when they finally get back to the actual um to their kingdom and Eris finds out like, oh yeah, your entire family's dead. And she's so lost. And because of that, she's like, I'm so lost and I need Rudy. But she realizes because I need Rudy so much, that's why like I'm I'm useless to him. I can't help him. He's helped mm-hmm. me so much, but I can't help him at all. So in her mind, the way that she was raised, she's like, I always tackle things head on. And like, that's how she felt. So that's why she left. She's terrible. At community. She's always been like this. And it's totally within her character to do this. And it's also totally within Rudy's character to not understand why this happened and just like come up with the yeah. worst conclusion. And like, I mean, to be fair, if this happened this? to you, you'd be depressed too. Oh, absolutely. Well, yeah. <laughs> Because he finally, you know, because Rudy has seen a lot of growth throughout his um, career, life, mm. uh, throughout life. the entire season one, right? He, he's grown from this 30-year-old fucking weeb, or not even just a weeb, a, a fucking neat, who jacks off on his parents' um, funeral, funeral day, day to Loli Hentai, to Loli Hentai, right? As to you. this guy who's finally, like, trying to take responsibility for himself be accountable for himself. He's trying to improve himself quite a lot, mm-hmm. but he's never had life experience like this. He's never, for, he, he never had sex before, obviously. And he never talked to a he, woman. He never, yeah. Oh, well, no, he, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's a joke. <laughs> I mean, he kind of talked to a woman, but um, <laughs> do we want to dash that out? <laughs> Isn't his last words before he gets hit by the truck? He's t- t- saying it to a woman. It's like, move. Oh, yeah. Uh, but Rudy at this point in time, when he gets dumped by Eris, has he's grown a lot, but he hasn't grown enough, at least yeah, this type of maturity, you know, like he, he's grown up and had um a lot of mental but not emotional maturity. Yes. He's never had yeah. to deal with heartbreak before in his life because he's never had, you know, his, his heart's been closed off for so long. So when he finally opens up and like he he realized like he actually does like Eris, who is his cousin, by the way. <laughs> Just so we're all clear. Yeah, on yeah, 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 yeah. Alex has no was complaints. It, was it love was it just zero complaints? That's the question, though. Was it actual like actual like affection? Or was it just attraction? No, it was actual affection. Because I'm not because... sure. After was finishing this part of the story, thinking back to season one, I'm like, like, was it actual like love that he felt towards her, or just like he was, was it attracted love to or her? Lust. I think it was love because so after the whole Orsted thing, um, Rudy gets killed by Orsted, and that's when Eris realizes how powerless she really is because she could do nothing to stop the the one man who's helped her survive for so long. Um, And then that's when Rudy realizes that he actually does like Eris a lot too because he's like, he cares so much. Because, you know, as he's dying, he's like, what am I going to do? Like, I promised to get Eris home. Like, I can't help her anymore because he, Mm -hmm. just as much as she relied on him, he relied on her for his growth. Yeah. Because he had to become the party leader, he had to make all these decisions. Symbiotic he had to do a bunch of yeah. But it's it's also funny because this comes back to the whole um when Rudy's dad like the reason right Rudy gets taken away in the first place is because cause, of Paul because Paul was like you're creating this type of relationship with Sylphie, mm-hmm. and that's not healthy. And Paul was right; it's not. He healthy. was right. Paul was right. Imagine Paul the piece of uh, shit. Great writing, writing right. Dad of the so, year, right there. Uh, yeah. So that unhealthy relationship that he didn't want Rudy to develop with Sylphie, Rudy develops with Eris instead. 
his own and cousin. This is his own cousin. I believe they're second cousins, so it should be okay. It's, Look, it's, it's, it's far it's away. The gray rats, they don't care. <laughs> yeah, no, the gray rats don't care. They just care about big, busty women. That's the that's their preference. <laughs> we just hammered. <laughs> we just hammered home in this very season. Oh, freaking! Uh, oh God, what, what's it? Luke? So Shave Sylvie isn't that busty, eh? Yeah. Uh, but no. Okay, we, okay. We... Look here. Rudy is gray rat in blood. In spirit, he's still his former self. Yeah. Women of all shapes and sizes, my friend. Yes. <laughs> yes. I respect um, women. So, Whammy. Uh, yeah, we pick up with Rudy again. He's uh, after the whole thing with Eris. He's kind of traveling north, still looking for his mother, Zenith. Um, I think it's, is it besides Sylphie? Is it the only person he hasn't seen at least once since the mass teleportation incident? That's right. Is his mother? Yep. And his, uh, he didn't meet both his sisters, only one of them, right? No, he met both of them. Oh, he met both of them. With Lily and Paul. Yeah, he met both of them. So oh, I think, right, right, I think right, besides right, right. besides Sylphie at this point, it's the only other person he needs to find is his mother. Well, he hasn't met yep. Roxy yet. And Roxy, oh, yeah. Oh, Roxy, yes, Roxy. But too. Roxy yeah, he meets Roxy's there parents, the... but yeah, yeah, he met yeah, okay, okay. So just really those three, but obviously this whole arc is Roxy about Roxy wasn't there for the Sylphie mass teleportation. Yeah. No, no she, she was she's off doing her own thing. Yeah. Um, she's uh yeah he meets up religion. with uh he meets up with a, a new party called the uh, counter arrow which is a great name for an adventuring party by the way um and uh he, he just travels northward and settles in uh, what was the name of the first town they settled in i, I, I don't fucking remember <laughs> i don't know but there's they're they're in the they're in the north where they have like these three countries that all specialize in magic of different varieties um uh, and that's basically what this entire where this entire arc takes place within those three countries um but they're they're traveling around they're adventuring um they get some renown i, I like that he takes on the name quagmire yeah, yeah. because um, every time every time they said it i just in my mind I was like giggity giggity <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they call him doro doronuma which is like muddy mud because which he, is he's like, known a, to, like a literal quagmire yeah, an actual like the actual word quagmire actually means like muddy ground, like yeah. bog type of shit. But wait, yeah, he gets what name because means muddy ground. Quagmire yeah, means yeah, muddy yeah. bog. It's like it's literally what it means. So he gets this name because he specializes in earth magic. Actually, Rudy does have the specialty, and it's earth magic. And he actually has an affinity to all magic except healing, I believe. Hmm. But he's especially strong yeah, but, with earth. Did he specialize in water magic back in season one? No, no, no. he has. All Those elements. Training. all elements. Okay. Well, Roxy specialized in water magic. That's right. But okay. he his first magic was fire, and he also used water. And he's able to use every single element except healing. And he's the most proficient in is now Earth because he just you know in, in typical Rudy fashion he found the cheat code to like beating monsters, which is like I literally no. cast mud trap. It's quicksand. Now you can't move. Now I rain fire and water on you till you die. It's like, wow, he literally learned how to play MMOs. He CCs and he <laughs> fires ranged dots to kill everything. <laughs> I just like when he when he fights the beast girls later in the season, he just all he does is he traps them in mud and then throws rocks at them until they pass out. I love that. Yeah, I mean, because in, in, in typical Rudy fashion, the easiest thing for him, because magic has 
a lot of imagination. You have to be able to imagine your magic, right? Mm, when you're constructing yeah. uh, the meta magics and stuff like that. You have to have will. With, with uh, chantless enchantment. In, with chantless Incantationless uh, magic. Yeah. So since he does chantless magic, he has to have a really strong vision of it. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, in Rudy's personality, what is something that he has a lot of strong visualization with? It's eating dirt. MMOs. Mud. Getting fucking rocks thrown at him because of his past. So he has a strong mm. visualization. Like, I know what rocks look like when I throw them, when I get they get thrown at me. So just amplify that. Yeah. Uh, but one of the people uh, Rudy ends up meeting while he is up north and adventuring with Counter Arrow is one of the members of the um, the party is Sarah. And she doesn't trust him at all. Like from the outset, she's like, this motherfucker, you're letting him in. Why? <laughs> and John mentioned that in the uh, in the web novel, and I assume in the light novel as well, there's more that goes into like her backstory as to why she acts that way around around Rudy and in strangers in general. Yeah. So Sarah, she's in, in typical uh, Mushoku Tensei fashion, just like in the last spoiler cast. There's a lot of detail <clears throat> that they just decide to not okay. add, right? And like Natai was saying, obviously they have to choose and pick what they they only have so much time to to show the show, so they have to choose what's going to go in and what doesn't. The backstory that we get for Sarah and understanding her character and stuff has no impact on the overarching story, but it's nice to have because you know just you know from a, a, a web novel, light novel perspective. You have the pages. You got to fill those pages up, you know, to fill mm. up the book. So you have the time to express like Sarah is an actual character who lives in this world. There's a reason for her personality <clears throat> and a reason for everything. And the way that she helps Rudy and stuff to kind of get over Eris, but not really get over Eris. But it's lost in the anime and you, everyone's just like, oh, Sarah's a bitch. And it's like, I mean, yeah, like, she's no, a bitch, there's... but there's a reason she's a bitch. Does it matter to the overarching story? Absolutely not. But it's just kind of a shame that it's, she's written in to be a one-off character. Yeah. She, it, well, it, mean, it also it also she, sets up the one of the major plot points of this arc. Yeah. Which oh, I'm about to talk it's the about. Prelude. It's the prelude to everything that happens next. Prelude yeah. before the so, But then it's, it's like, not really important once you have the setup done. Yeah, By the it's way, it's definitely before, not important. Before we move on uh, from this part, uh, can we talk about real quick how fucking badass Rudy was taking down that dragon. Yes. Because holy shit. Yeah, one of the very few fight scenes we get in season two so far. Yeah, I know. Um, also, it, it's at around this time where we get the beginning of one of the best bait and switches I've ever seen with the character introduction, where we meet Soldad, and he's just... It, he's introduced. Bro-dad. He's introduced to be an absolute jerk, and then fucking you find out nozzle. later he's a, the biggest bro... He just yeah, sees so, Rudy. The like he's yeah, he's like he, something's he, up with him. Because Soldat is a as your typical adventurer, he takes no shit and he does whatever he wants. Mm. But he hates Rudy because it's like, why are you putting on this fake fucking act in front of everyone? Like you act. Like, all why are you such food. a pompous asshole? Well, he's not being pompous. Rudy's not but, being pompous. Yeah. But but Soldat is saying like, why are you putting on an act like you're the most pained person in the world? Like we've all lost people. Which again, this relates to Sarah, but it, you wouldn't know that because they didn't show it. But Sarah's also <laughs> lost people, you know, like because as an adventurer, you lose people. You, in this world, yeah. people die all the time. People get kidnapped. People fucking straight up just get murdered. Shit happens. 
so Soldat is pissed because he's like, I'm he's he's literally an adventurer who goes out and is like, I might fucking die on this adventure, but at least I'm having fun. Right. Mm. So when he yep. sees Rudy, he gets pissed off because it's like, you're not even having fun. Why are you an adventurer? Why the fuck are you walking around taking all these jobs and stuff, not taking anything seriously and just not living? So that's why Soldat hates him in the beginning because he's like, it's this type of fucking like, who are you, kid? So what did you lose your mom? Who cares? Everyone loses their fucking mom. Like, don't be an adventurer <laughs> with that type of attitude because all you're going to do is end up like if you want to go die, go die by yourself. Don't drag everyone else around you to death. Yep. What a bro. Yeah. So that's his <laughs> entire point of view. But he's the person who finally pushes Rudy's buttons for him to finally like actually lash out because he's not OK. Mm-hmm. Rudy has not been OK this entire time. And when Brodat like pushes his buttons far enough, he finally lashes out and like fucking they fist fight. And Rudy yeah. just starts beating the shit out of uh, Soldat. It's like, what do you understand? You don't know shit. You think I want to be like this? And it's like, this bro, he, he's, he's that bro that calls you on your shit to actually check mm-hmm. you, to have a reality. So you had to actually face yourself. You know, the one thing that he didn't want to do this entire time was face himself because he's been worried. Like, why did Eris leave? Is it all my fault? Is it because she find out, she finally figured out that I'm actually worthless? And like, he goes back to his old ways. He, he regresses, right? Because he doesn't have that type of maturity, emotion maturity to handle the truth. So it's even even to the point he he regresses to the point where he starts like spending more time inside than outside. Yeah, that's just because he's because, you know, when you're uh, depresso espresso, nothing tastes good. The world, the entire world is great. Also, perfect setting, right? In the winter setting, whenever. Yeah, winter setting for it to to be depressed. Yeah, absolutely. Visually, it's it kind of hammers that home. But but he does get jacked. Yo, he, he spends that time getting fucking jacked. Yeah, because the one thing that he keeps doing and continues to do to this day is he trains his body. Yeah, yeah. Yep. his routine. Which is something he never I did love in his that whole life. Routine. Um, so, uh, even though Sarah doesn't trust him, they uh, he still works with this uh, the counter-arrow party for a while. Um, eventually, they go out without him on some kind of quest or whatever. Uh, one of the members dies, and they think Sarah has died too. Um, and Rudy's like, I'm going to go make sure... <laughs> I'm going to go see if I can save her. If you guys don't know if she's actually dead, uh, does find the dead. There's, there's a big the storm outside members. and like, it's too dangerous to yeah, go. It's a blizzard. And, like, yeah. There's a, there's a yeah. blizzard outside. Um, <clears throat> and um, also that sets up something that happens later in the, uh, in the season. I didn't realize this at the time, but looking back on it, um, there's a, uh, uh, when he goes out in the blizzard, he's able to use his magic to kind of clear a path for him and kind of, uh, dispel some of the the blizzard that's around him right um later in the season when sylvie's with him and he she does that little magic thing and he's not able to do that like that's set up and payoff man (laughs) (laughs) well rudy's been able to control magic uh weather magic for a while that's what he Mm -hmm. had to do to graduate Mm -hmm. if you remember from um roxy's training from roxy's that's set up and payoff man they set it up (laughs) it's like he can do this it it came back yeah it came it's all the way the setup was all the way from season one (laughs) like i I, yeah that's one thing this 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 series this story is really good at the setup and the payoff now you might have to wait a little bit for that payoff but it's always been there like you will always get it eventually which only makes Uh, it worth it even more yeah, which keeps you coming back. It's like I think that's something that a lot of of modern day writing kind of misses out on. It's like good setups with good payoffs. 
And um, when he decides to actually go and save Sarah, this is a, a step in the right direction for his growth because mm-hmm. he questions himself. He's like, why do I even want to save Sarah? Like, just because we've She's, been part of the same party, like, but she means yeah. nothing to me. But this is where he realized, like, you know, it doesn't mean just because she doesn't mean that much to you doesn't mean you get to be a shitty person. You've always mm-hmm. wanted to be a better person. So be a better person and try to help out to the best of your ability. It's like it's yeah. not always about uh, just like how much she means to you. It's about the overarching the, the overall good of the situation. Like you have the ability to save her. Why not? Yeah. Yep. Um, but he does end up saving her. He ends up saving her from, I guess, a tree. <laughs> Yeah, it's a um a, a triant. It was it was a very hentai moment when she was like confined by the roots. I don't understand, but leave okay. her alone. Stop it. Anyway, he does he does end up saving her, and because of this, she kind of lowers her like guard that she has up around him, and they end up getting close. And um, it's time. It's time to it's time to take the bishop to church. <laughs> um, but he can't. The bishop won't go to church. Ed is the Ed is the ultimate cockblock, my dudes. Have yeah, you talked so... to your doctor lately about Viagra? <laughs> oh, oh no, Lord. stop. <laughs> so, yeah. After Eris leaves, Rudy develops a uh, Ed. Like he can't. He just like he, he, it's a mental issue. The tent the, won't the, go up. Yeah, the yeah. tent doesn't go up, no matter how he tries or what he thinks of. And at this point, he's just like, oh, it, he goes on an adventure because he's like, you know, what else am I going to do? There's nothing else. I got to go find my mom. There's other shit I got to do anyway. But he never confronts his like actual problem. Mm. And that's why I get a like, lot like his old self. He's trying to yeah. run away from his problems because he thinks that, well, as long as I have a different goal in mind, I can just go do that. But it's like, yeah. sure, you still have other shit you need to do. That's good that you understand that. But you also got to handle your own shit, too. Yeah. And this also, entire he also like staying there because about... he's stuck because he can't find Zenith. Yeah, because yeah. there's like it's Paul has no information of like where Zenith is. They have no one knows anything. So it's like, well, they're no one seems out. to have any information. Well, they're going to adventure out into like as a circle, you know, like spread out yeah. and see if they can find Zenith. So yeah. It's like why he he goes that direction because of that. And yeah. yeah, he finally when he finally saves Sarah, and then you know, poor Sarah, uh, she's she's always been the believer of like you can only believe in yourself no one can actually help you accept yourself mm-hmm. and she's like resigned to die in the mountain and then all of a sudden like her her first night in shining armor moment happens and you know this girl is yep. fucking head over heels for rudy but she's obviously she's like goddamn sunere and can't be honest with her damn self mm-hmm. and you know rudy's fucking 15 so he can't Long. communicate what a great combination <laughs> oh god nothing could go wrong episode, go everything wrong. goes wrong but l- listen, first of all, I want to say, ladies, because for the five of you that watch, um, <laughs> <laughs> this happens. Says the guy but, dressed up as a maid. Yeah, and maybe I will again. Who knows? Uh, this happens to us. It, we can't control it sometimes. It's not <laughs> our fault. About? It's not oh. your fault either. It just happens. Don't don't like emasculate us when it happens. Sometimes it just happens. Bro, I have no clue what you're talking about. Alex, is there some old man problem? Alex, is that what this is about? I, I am speaking in generalities. <laughs> oh, okay. You're speaking to the room. You're not yes. speaking from the chair. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm speaking to the room, TM. Um, 
Yeah. No, so... I mean, for real, shit happens. Sometimes you just aren't in the mood or whatever. That's yeah. like. <laughs> I mean, as Gordon a would not student, have. I think... was. I would be in the middle of a lecture, and it'd be like, "Why now? Why now?" No, oh, oh my god! So many times, especially in high school and college, <laughs> I was like, "Bro, fucking seriously? Not the moment." No. So porn would have you think that guys are horny twenty four seven, which isn't untrue because there's just random boners. But sometimes boners just happen. And also, sometimes boners don't happen, you know? At the times when you want them to happen. When you want, like, pressure is a real thing. You would think that every guy would, like, at the snap of a hat, just be like, bring! Like, no, that's not true. Hentai would make believe that, too. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Titties! No. And that's just, like, obviously, if people are real people who don't, or who, people who aren't terminally online would understand this. Hmm. People who have actual relationships would understand this. So I guess we're talking to the wrong crowd here. So we have to actually let people know, like every, not everything runs like in a porno, you know, just because you have a boner and you go to your aunt doesn't mean she's going to go suck you off. Like, wait, so you, mean the, <laughs> so you mean the pizza guy isn't going to have his uh, uh, schlong inside no. the pizza? No, I mean, give him 20 Fuck, bucks. <laughs> and, if, and, if you, and if you don't actually, if you don't actually tip him, he's going to be upset. Yeah. <laughs> There's no other way to pay. Oh yeah. There's, this isn't like a life hack. This is just a way to go to jail. Man, oh. I thought my massage went pretty quietly. Hmm, that's strange. <laughs> uh, oh. Yeah, like the way she reacts to it, it's like, God, if that happened to me and that was the reaction I got, I'd be like destroyed inside. Yeah, I know. Like, yeah. you're finally going to have it's sex rough. again. And like when it comes to it, you can't get it up. And, and then the she just immediately she insults says, his manhood. The literally the only thing she says is you're the absolute worst. And just like leaves. You're like, <laughs> it's like it's like I mean you can't blame her because in that situation it's kind of like uh hmm. The fuck? You know? because well, you know, Sarah doesn't understand why this happened. She doesn't understand what he's going through, yeah. She doesn't it's understand not like that he, explained he has it to ED. Her. Yeah, and, and, they, and they don't fair, communicate any of this. And to be fair, this is the first time Rudy's ever experienced it, so... Yeah, he doesn't know. Yeah. Um, so he doesn't really know either. Like, this is this is his first foray into it, too. I just want to say, ladies... If you really want to deflate a man's ego, just do exactly what Sarah did. <laughs> yeah, and... I know that there are certain people who are upset with Sarah's actions. And I'm like, you got to understand, Sarah doesn't know, right? Sarah, yeah, literally, in her mind, she thinks I'm that unattractive to this guy that he can't even get his boner up. And that's what a lot of women think when guys can't get it up, when they want to have sex, you know? And it's like... Performance you anxiety think is a real thing. It's a real thing. You know, stress levels, um, anything, you know, you could be stressed from work. It you could, could be stressed literally from work, be anything. regular life. You could have, like, low blood pressure. Fuck, you could have, like, a like you don't have enough iron to get it there's have a lot of many drinks reasons yeah you you can't you can't not have a dick i wouldn't yeah. know what that's Excuse like me? but okay <laughs> no, 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 i don't know what that has anything to do with having erectile dysfunction but okay <laughs> you can't have erectile dysfunction you have no penis that's I, true right. if you cut it off guess, the problem's yeah. gone but anyway, yeah, this is like the first time Rudy's gonna have sex after the whole Eris thing. So he doesn't even know he has ED. So he can't even explain to her what's happening because he doesn't know what's happening. 
and, and then it's so sold, unfortunate. And then Soldat becomes Brodat by taking him to a prostitute. <laughs> yeah, so, I love you know, that sequence. That Rudy, whole sequence of Rudy's events like, is so like, amazing. Okay, okay. No, like, before go we get, get to that, before we get to that, real okay. quick, Rudy fell hard into his depression to the point where oh, yeah. he became suicidal for a little bit. Like he did, in fact, try to take his own life in the streets because of his depression, and that hit hard i was like well, that's Jesus. after what i'm about to talk about bro yeah that's nah. the same fuck out of here bro all right first and foremost <laughs> yeah that happens afterwards bro that oh, happens okay. after the bro dad okay so rudy like <laughs> not understanding what just happened not even thinking that he has ed yet or anything right is drinking at the the bar and Brodat's like, yo, what the hell's going on, Rudy? And he's and then he tells Brodat exactly what happened. He's like, that's rough, buddy. You know what? Let's go to the brothel. It's on me, man. We're gonna get this cure hey. right away, man. So he takes him to the brothel and he has a nice time with this nice lady. And he still can't. Rudy can't get it up. And he's just like, oh fuck, I have erectile dysfunction. Oh fuck. I love how she's like, I sliced the shit out of it. I tried to get it up every way I could. Yo, I I did everything like. Like nothing, dude. <laughs> nothing happened. Like, I love you how we get that put, entire scene it, it, where he's it, like it, sitting down with her and they're talking, and, and then they discuss it later. Everyone's so chill. It's like, oh, that's kind of a shame. It doesn't get a hmm. I wonder why. And they just discuss. Yeah, why and it's like, go up? and bro he gets is it like, as a man. He gets. Yeah, bro, I gets it. It's like, oh, bro, you he's can't a bro. Use your manhood. Oh, fuck, dude, I get it. So they and go they're like, and at first they're like making fun of it, and bro, that's like, no, it's totally cool. Like you, you wouldn't understand women. I, I will say to, to her credit, <laughs> even the prostitute that they're talking with is like, yeah, she, she's like very apologetic about it. It's like, yeah, I understand. She's you a know, it happens. Dude. It happens. She's a professional. She's a pro. Yeah, she's seen it happen plenty of times. <laughs> so. She saw they, a lot. Uh, obviously, he doesn't get it up, so he just gets drunk er with Soldat. Mm. And as they're walking in the street, like Rudy just like mouths off about Sarah because he's fucking. Oh, yeah. He's like, "Oh, whatever. Yeah. I didn't like her anyway. She doesn't She's have ugly. any tits. She's not even that good looking." And then fucking Sarah is there. It's While like, Soldat's uh, like, dude, 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 don't, don't he's giving him all the signals to shut up, but he's like, fuck yeah. man. And Suzanne and Sarah are like behind Rudy, and she's just like, she fucking, uh, they went shopping earlier before they had the whole thing, right? And you know, Brodat is giving him solid advice, like, like you know what, this shit happens. You need to talk to Sarah, like you need to be a man about it, and like let her know, like, hey, mm. so this is what happened, right? And obviously, Rudy was gonna do that. But then, you know, when you're drunk, you say drunk. stupid shit. Bro. It happens. Bro. So, so Rudy and Sarah, they went shopping together Um, after he saves her. Because when they get closer, it's like a whole montage. And they have, like, these little knives that they got together for, like, harvesting. Mm-hmm. And uh, when Sarah, like, hears Rudy talking shit about her, like, it, again, Sarah left and said, you're the worst because she thought, oh, you're not attracted to me. Only for the next interaction between the two to be him saying the exact same shit that she was worried about. Mm-hmm. And it's like, bro, oh my no, dude. god, dude. And then she fucking like throws it. I was like, fuck you, I'm out of here. And she leaves. Then Suzanne's like, you've gone too far, Rudy. And then Rudy instantly tries to fucking unalive himself. And Brody's like, yeah. yo, 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 no, <laughs> quit that shit. 
It's like, like this this scene went quickness. from zero to one hundred real quick. With the I wasn't expecting it, honestly. Bro, Rudy was about to unalive himself so fast, and Brodat was there to save his goddamn life with the quickness. Like, holy shit, that sequence happened so fast. Yeah, I actually like, had to rewind because I was like, fuck. "Did that really just happen?" Yes, that really yeah. just happened. Holy fuck! Like, <sighs> but then yeah, first and anyway. foremost, it shows like Rudy's mental state, right? Like, he's oh, yeah. so fucked up in the head right now that this was the final push. It's like the one time he could actually have an actual relationship again. He fucked it up again. Yeah, like he. This is the second time in a row. Holy fuck! And he's like, "Oh shit, I am a complete fucking but failure." The other, the other thing that was really cool about it is like, you know, sold that as a um, high-ranking adventurer, right? His fucking reflexes to make sure Rudy didn't stab himself in the fucking like slit his own fucking throat. <laughs> yeah, holy shit! Like, He's just bam, like no, no, right no! Holy shit! Also, yeah. Also, also the bro, the bro move of saying, "Hey, um, so they're not gonna let you be in that party anymore because of what you just did." Um, I have a party. Come join us. Yeah, and he and so that takes on like the big brother role for Rudy. It's like a little bit of a mentor, like to help him, like just get. Oh, just get along get over yeah. life like yeah. you know shit happens it sucks you can't take back what you said but you can live and be better yeah and brodat just uh, like helps him out like i'm just like god god dude so brodat is just like so cool of a character his fucking show gets you to like be invested in these characters so quickly and you, that as you said before this switch like that switch around that you get so quickly from so i like uh, just this fucking typical jerk adventure. Oh my god, here we go. It's like, oh no, it's like he's just a mate. He's just yeah. a really fucking good mate, you know? Um you gotta love it. Yeah. Uh, so then uh he sp- he goes off and spends like two years or roughly two years with um Soldat's party, just kind of adventuring around, and then the slut returns. Oh yeah, Ellen Ellen Elise. <laughs> I don't know why they just don't call her Ellie. Dragon Road. Yeah, Elise Dragon Road. Uh, yeah, she was in the first season. Like Paul kind of sent her off to like, hey, find find Rudy. Find find. Roxy find Rudy. met her actually. Yes. Um, and yeah, she used Elena to be. Uh, is um she, she used, used to be Paul's, part of Paul's party. party. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she fucks everything that moves. Um, every day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was so funny when she was like uh she was fucking Talking sold that. The window <laughs> fucking sold that and sold that like comes out of the room and sees rudy and he's just like ah. and he's like i'm so sorry i didn't mean to touch your woman he's like oh that's not my woman dude no, it's a sign. not that i would ever touch that slut <laughs> what was that about so when she first meets rudy she's like coming on to him and she's like very she's like very much trying to get in there you know and then she notices the oh, necklace Paul's that he kid? has. <laughs> she notices the necklace that he has from Sylphie. And then she just backs mm. off. And later I... on in the show, like a few episodes later, we see that she has a very similar necklace. And it's like, bro, I was thinking about that. I was like, what is that? What's the what's going Again, on? Again, set up and pay off. I can't. I got, he's I like, got I can't spoilers, say anything. bro. I can't say nothing, bro. Oh, Alex Order knows. I told him. Like, I told Alex. He knows. I do know. Maybe she's like either related to Sylvia for like a very similar tribe of elves. I don't know. It's kind of like. There's something Wonder. there, obviously. There's but obviously. But, so she, because yeah, the so moment he, she noticed the necklace, she's like backing off. So it's a, oh, it's an hold on. Charm of protection is what that is. 
Okay. Set up and payoff, man. Set up and payoff. Yeah. Uh, uh, you'll just learn a more. charm of protection. You'll learn more. Don't worry. Um, so yeah, set up I, and payoff. Literally seasons ahead. I, I, I don't think even in... I don't think it's going to happen in the second core, but it might happen in season three uh, okay. to learn more about like everything. When did uh, so he, so, so I forget. When did he get that necklace in the first place? Sylphie sent him that necklace. No, was she gave Roxy? it to him a long time ago. Right. I, I don't think remember. How he got it. To him. I'm no, because sure. Lil gave, he mentioned that Lil gave him the necklace. I think it was from, from Sylphie. Yeah. I think it was in a message. I'm pretty sure for his birthday oh. present or something. Maybe, right? perhaps. I don't I need to look. It's been a while. One. It, yeah. <laughs> Listen, that that doesn't matter. What matters is he has a, a necklace from Sylphie, and it looks like Eleni's Ellen Ellen. Just call her Ellen. Mayonnaise. I call her Ellen all the time. No, I don't. I refuse to call anyone Ellen. <laughs> oh, okay. The generous. The exactly. <laughs> the generous. <laughs> Ellen Ellenalise. Can we call her the Dragon Rod? The dragon no. rod. Oh, she'll no. take that dragon rod. I'm gonna call her Alina. <laughs> Sounds okay. better. Uh, Elinalise is like, she's an elf, obviously. Elinalise. Elinalise. I can't fucking say it. Elinalise. There's certain words you can't pronounce in the English. Elinalise. Elinalise. It's like it's like it's onomatopoeia. Like, it's like telling George Lucas, like you could write this down, George, but I can't say it. <laughs> Yeah, so she, uh, she's obviously because you know she's a huge fr- freaking slut. So she comes on to Rudy and she notices the necklace. Is like, oh, where'd you get that? And she's like, oh, my elf friend gave it to me. She's like, oh, interesting. So oh, anyway, he doesn't even mention it. He just, she's a look at it. She's like, I'm gonna back yeah. off and not fuck this kid because mm-hmm. it's again. She it's, said it's, something it's, along the lines of, I wouldn't want to get involved with Paul's kid. That's what he, she, she tells him, <laughs> even though she was originally gonna get a. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> fucking liar but, yeah cause uh, so now she finds him and is like hey so I'm here because your dad is worried about you and we're adventuring anyway This I was going out this way anyway to see if we can find your mom he's like oh, okay cool got another adventure with us Yep. and she just fucks uh, through the entire party yeah and like <laughs> they I, I think it was I'm pretty sure it was Soldat that was like falling in love with her Someone was falling in love with her, and then she's just like, nah. <laughs> nah, bitch. Like, nah, this is just, like, no, temporary. It was, some other, uh, it was some other adventure that, like, approached Was it some other? Okay, it was, was some other just, like, there. He was enjoying his time. Yeah. <laughs> Clearly, he was having a great time. I love that shot time. where she's, like... I, lo- I love that that part where Rudy Rudy's, like, walking through the town, going on his, like, shopping or whatever, and then she's, like... You can't... <laughs> she's just with a window open while someone is, like, doing the work from behind, you could say. And she's like starts like having a chat with him while she's going at it, and he's like, "Not talking to me." <laughs> yeah, stop it. And then like they their rooms are right next to each other, so every night he hears her like freaking gang banging with like a bunch of people, and he's just like, "God, I wish I could jerk off, but I can't. <laughs> it don't work." That montage, like, bro. That montage where I like, like the- on the road. And she constantly love- approaches the room, and it's like, oh, there's someone there, obviously, with her. She's like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I love the faces he makes while he's sitting there laying in bed listening to like. <laughs> I mean, can you imagine? Oh, poor Rudy. 
Um, but eventually, <clears throat> Rudy gets an invitation to study at uh, Renoa University of Magic, which is the same place that Roxy studied, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so Roxy originally was like, hey, if you ever get the chance, like, here's my recommendation letter. You should go to uh, the Magic University because you're mm-hmm. like a prodigy. Yeah. Um, he gets an invitation to become what they call a special student, which are essentially like they're they're officially students there, but they're more like researchers. So they don't actually have to attend class. They just have yeah. to do so stuff, do magic. The special work. students are people who like, obviously they you can't teach anything to them, but yeah. these students can teach us, like teach us your they ways of study. why you're so strong. It's essentially yeah. like how in, in modern day, like American universities, certain students get like research grants. It's kind of yeah. the same thing. You go to a so, research lab and do that stuff yeah. because it's like what I was wondering about about that whole the uh, invitation letter. So back in season one, like that that ending bit where it cuts to now we know Sylphie and Ariel and uh, Luke was Luke. the other guy. They were talking about like Rudius, and they uh, they asked Sylphie, "So can we like can we trust this guy?" And then it's like that's like how it like leaves off with this like mysterious vibe. Can we assume that they have something to do with that invitation letter or not necessarily? I don't no, think no, no, no. so. No. Um, Sophie doesn't know anything about where Rudy's at after the mass transportation teleportation thing because she hasn't met anyone. All she knows is her parents are dead. That's all she But knows. she does know that Rudy is like a powerful guy that if need be, they like he they could he could join their cause. So I was kind of wondering like how come the university knew of Rudy's existence and like they sent him to Roxy, you know, because of Roxy, because of Roxy. Okay. Yeah. Uh, They even say that when he first shows up, it's like uh, something to the effect of like uh, Roxy always said you were really good. Like, so they know about him through Roxy. I see. Yeah. Because when Roxy was still tutoring, um, was it Zenobia? Zenobia's younger brother. Uh, His brother. Yeah. I I just call him bowl cut. (laughs) Zenobia. That guy. Yeah, bull cut, bull cut, um, blessing of strength, dude who crushed his brother in his arms when he was little mm. or whatever. That guy. <laughs> uh, Zenobia was like, um, when Zenobia. Roxy was teaching Zenobia's brother, Roxy had plenty of time to write letters. So that's when she wrote yeah. the recommendation letter to the university. I hey, okay. I had a student that I was tutoring. His name is Rudius Grey Rat. He does yeah. um, chantless magic. Like, if he ever approaches the school, like, I, I vouch for him, he can join. Set up in season one, pay off in season two. <laughs> well, so Rudy doesn't even want to go to the Magic University because he's like, you know, he's he's just aimlessly wandering. He's looking for his mother as well. Yeah, he's looking yeah, for. He, yeah. he has the goal of looking for his mother, and he's super he's skeptical of doing it at first. Yeah, and then uh, Hitagami finally fucking shows him. He's like, hey, so you know that problem that you have? Well, if you go to <laughs> the, the Magic problem. University, it'll get fixed. Yeah. And you know, which is the first time he's seen the man god in like what six, seven years? Yeah, it's yeah, been a he, good while. Fucking and Hitogami, every time he shows up, he like he gives a revelation to Rudy about like mm-hmm. what to do next. And so far yeah. it's been working out. So Rudy's Last like, fuck it, I have no other options. After the Orsted incident, right? Yeah, I think or- after the Orsted incident is the last yeah, time. Yeah, that's the last time he saw him. He sees him. Yeah. Um, but that's like I think at this point, what Five years ago? No. Six? Uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, no it's, it's, more, it's more than a year. I know that much. Way more than a year. I think it's like three years yeah. because he spent two years. Because after that happened, he spent two years as the quagmire. So maybe, yeah, it's, it's, years, it's been several years at least. At least at least three. Uh, 
But yeah, he convinces him to go to the university because he thinks it'll cure his ED. <laughs> it's like you should pro go and study about the the cataclysm, the amount of cataclysm, like yes. what happened. That's I, how you I, do get your problem fixed. I will say, as as someone who I haven't read any of the source material, either the web novel or the light novel, um, and I do know some stuff now after talking to John about it. But even if I hadn't, if my only thing about it was the anime that i've seen so far this is the point at which i'm starting to think this man god might not have the best interest of rudy in mind like he just seems super sketch especially with the way he's presenting the information yeah he, he's so like freaking eccentric every time he meets rudy oh yeah and every single time he meets rudy rudy's in his old form mm-hmm. that's right though wasn't it uh said that that's how rudy wheels himself yeah. Oh, well, anyway, at this point, I'm starting to. If I'm an anime I, only I watcher, spoilers. This is you want to hear some spoilers, bro? We're just speculating. <laughs> at at, at this speculate point, speculate all you want. I got, I got the answer. <laughs> yeah. At this point, if I'm an anime only watcher, like I'm starting to get super skeptical of, of this dude thinking that I he because... has Rudy's best interest in mind. I feel like I'd be super skeptical of the dude that after literally name dropping Hitogami. I get bodied by some dude named Ori. Yeah, exactly. Yes. That's the thing we like, don't know about. That's pretty like, sus, right? That's that's the thing. There's so much more we don't know in the background going on because yes. exactly there's there's this beef between Orsted and Man God, and we know there's like more powers of play, but we have no idea what their yeah. goal is. What's the actual thing that's happening? Still don't know nothing, right? Yeah, so um, mystery. But eventually, Rudy does decide, kind of at the Man God's like. I guess insistence um, that he, he will go study at the university, become a special student. And uh, he meets Sylphie, although he doesn't realize it's Sylphie. It's silent fits. Silent silent fits. fits. Uh, they have that little, I guess, magic duel. <laughs> that ends I love how, instantly. I love how Rudy shows up and then he realizes, Oh, everyone's like, not even on my level. You know, well, it's not like I've after, super tough. So it just Rudy people are just not as intelligent. One thing about that magic. Rudy learned while uh, adventuring was how to cancel magic. Mm. Something that he saw Orsted do. And he was like, how the fuck? So ever since, you know, because he's obviously traumatized from being fucking killed by Orsted. So he's like, I'm going to learn how to develop anti-magic. And that's something that even in this world, people still like the ability to imagine the magic formula and do, to cancel it out is insane that's that's something that you wouldn't think of doing right yeah yeah it's so, so broken against magic users that's why like yeah because they're like holy shit what's the counter to a magician just hit them before they finish chanting then you have chantless magic so it's like oh they can finish constructing it so now you just got to dodge and like kill them faster but it's like what well, oh what's that you chanted your magic bam fuck your magic circle done <laughs> it's like whoa what the fuck yeah so that, that was pretty cool like rudy and obviously Orsted are the only people in the world who can like do magic jammer shit. Yeah. That we know of. <laughs> also, yeah, that we, we know find out that least. Rudy has like probably the highest capacity for magic. Of yes, anyone he has the world, highest mana like in the crazy. world. Yes. Yeah. He has twice as much as Lapless, the demon god. Which is or the nuts. demon king of the past. Because uh Buddy Body? Yeah, my man Buddy. Buddy got him. The demon god with like multiple arms, the uh the husband of uh what's her face who gave Rudy the demon eye. Fiance. Yeah. 
I, I please. Oh, Rudy, Rudy, best of friendo. Best of friendo. Yeah, I love that guy. And body. Dude. Yeah, Booty. Body is fucking funny, dude. I love him. He's such a fun guy. I, I, I love like how he like, whole demeanor changes when Rudy's like, "Do you know Man God?" Is like, "Why do you know that name?" <laughs> well. Choose your next words very carefully, sir. He's like, whatever I say next, please don't kill me. <laughs> yeah, I love that. Um, but now I, I do want to point out. So there's a once he gets settled in at the at the school and you know becomes a special student, he starts doing a little bit of research and stuff. Um, he kind of meets and, and reacquaints himself with with Bullcut dude, um, and they start doing this whole Luba. like this, this whole the this whole um. I, side story sure. thing about the figures and i'm i'm I, I, i'm wondering if it's gonna go somewhere especially since they went and bought an actual fucking slave girl to help work on this stuff i'm like is this just something that's going on in the background or is this gonna go somewhere if history serves with this series it's going to eventually bleed to something it's definitely gonna it's go only... somewhere like it always does but you know i love the controversy that i know john knows that came up <laughs> When I, the whole slavery I can tell you happened. what happens. Yeah, uh, I, I can tell I, you, but I, I'm I not going to do... say anything. I don't want, like you guys can have your speculation, but yeah. I, it, well, I I want to talk about one thing in particular and how stupid one of the um, criticisms I heard about this whole like story arc was. Uh, there's a criticism it's like Rudy shouldn't be as comfortable with slavery as he is. He came from our world, and I'm like, bitch, listen here. If you grew up for you know 16-ish years in a world where slavery is not only allowed, it's heavily tolerated and favored in many circles, you'd be okay with slavery too. Shut the fuck I guess up. The point is that he's from a different world, so he has a different perspective on it. Maybe oh, okay, armchair activist. Shut the fuck up and sit down and no, watch. No, I, 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 I tried to figure out what like I tried to understand where they're coming from. Hmm. Yeah, and it's like I I get the ideology behind that, but it's like it's not like he's part of a ruling government or can no. change. What the can world he like do? Like, I mean, if the entire world believes in that. What can you really do to change it? Yeah. Not to mention, let's be real. In the past, it's not like Rudy was the most moral or ethical person. No, no not in the slightest. <laughs> And and to his credit, he does bring up how morally dubious it seems to do what he's doing, but he also doesn't seem to have a problem with just buying a slave. This well, is the first I mean, female he, wolf we've seen, right? He's he buys yeah. a slave, but it's not like he treats them terribly. He removes yeah. their slave collar. It's like, look, we're we're buying you and because that's we want your to... power to be an artisan. We don't want to actually yeah. keep a slave. And that's not yeah. to uh condone uh that's not to say yeah, slavery or what Rudis isn't doing uh, isn't so bad or anything. Slavery is slavery. It's still bad no matter what. Mm. But yeah, other side, yeah, Rudis isn't a, you know, abusive piece of shit or something. He, he's just like, we're going to make an artist out of you and you'll have a Which, pretty good life. I, I'm hoping as much time as they spent on that, this eventually goes somewhere and means something down the road. Otherwise, why? <laughs> It probably will. No, Even if no, it's like a side know, thing, it, it, it probably will. Because it also leads to them like interacting with the bullies. That's also a part That's of it. True. That's true. That's true. It, do, it does. It's like a that. jumping off point to interact with those, and then like you know, slowly he builds this group of friends around him in the school, and 
Which know. I'm glad. I'm glad we had the beast folk show up, even though we couldn't have literally the the giga uh, bleh, the giga Chad cat girl. That's really hard to say. Gizlet and herself actually show up. Um. God, Gizlet was so good. Yes. <laughs> so badass. Yes. So um, stacked ass. Yeah. Oh. God damn it. Um, I was also one thing one like small I guess minor plot point that I wanted to bring up is also as Rudy is kind of researching teleportation um, it's kind of revealed that it's sort of a taboo subject among like magic users in this world and it's like that's kind of unique in terms of fantasy settings because most places don't seem to have most fantasy settings don't seem to have that kind of taboo against teleportation because this one's like this magic is just not very known like they don't know almost John, nothing about it. Right. John there knows why. John. There's a reason. Oh, there, I can uh, say, that's there odd. is a reason. Uh, Until we get to the uh, very end of bro, the series, that's bro, all John's going to be like. Setup? There's a reason, bro. There's a reason. Oh, for this. see, see, I had I had my suspicions that it, since it's so casually mentioned, and then like nothing really else is mentioned about it until we meet uh, Silent seven star i always want to call her silent silver star uh but silent yeah, seven no, star yeah. uh nanahoshi yeah um uh, uh i i i, I kind of get it because they also go into a whole thing like teleportation is related to summoning but let me let me get into that first so the next big major plot point that happens um is rudy meets silent seven star who's really nanahoshi who was by orsted's side and was really responsible for bringing rudy back to life after he was killed um i Man. love the way he just reacts when finding the out that seven star is nanahoshi. Awesome. holy shit like he has to relive that trauma and like he very has a very visceral reaction to it, which I have to imagine if you got resurrected or if you got like, if you got returned from death and you could remember everything about your death, that's probably how you'd react to it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, cause the instant he realizes who she is, he's like, Oh fuck. Where's Orsted? <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. He loses his the shit. guy who I literally said two words to, or three words to then fucking shot me in the chest. Mm. Like, holy fuck, the drama. Yeah. But I think um, even better than Rudy's reaction is when Sylphie, or rather Fitz, meets Nanahoshi and is like, she's, and then Nanahoshi's like, yeah, I'm probably the reason for the mass teleportation event. She that loses it. Oh, that is a very it. visceral oh reaction. Like, you go from zero oh, to 100 so instantaneously. Good. It was so good. Oh. That performance was so fucking good in that scene. I love that. Yeah. You want to talk about range? Like you go from like this demure, shy girl. It's just I'm going to fucking kill you, bitch. I ain't gonna lie. What happens though before hot. that? <laughs> oh my god. <clears throat> what Look, and she went from cute, uh, cutie elf to I'm a fucking slash your head off. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, because it's like when you you literally are told the reason in your entire life has been turned upside down and your entire family is dead is because of this person bro all she saw was red and i'm like i um, i can i understand that yeah no <laughs> if we go back though if we go back like just before she reveals that that whole scene because you know that in the dark alex saying i agree with you so much that entire scene where rudy and sal they like discuss with each other in japanese like mm -hmm. proper just japanese and then in the background um sylphie 
only speaks like the tongue that they use in whatever yeah, like, the, the world the, is. It's called beast whatever. tongue. The common tongue. No, or human common tongue. tongue is. Yeah. Oh, hu- human, human, human tongue. tongue. That's what it's called. Human, human tongue. tongue. And, and by the I, way, just... that language that they're speaking is based on an actual language we have here in the real world. It's called Basque. Um, Which is insane. And again, I just love the commitment to like make to the different languages that they use throughout the season, especially when you have every now and times they use different languages. I just oh I just love the commitment that they the, made. The, the way the way they did like, it is in that scene is how you should set it up where you're having people speaking different languages and you don't have to hand wave it. So like throughout the, the course of the series, obviously people are speaking in Japanese to each other, but it's understood to be this human tongue language that, that most people are speaking to each way other. Way to frame it, see, episode one, where it's Rudy, like Has hearing as a baby, hearing them like the, with, the t- with the language he doesn't understand. It's like, it's like gibberish to him, but then it's like, oh, like that's just their common tongue. But when, once he learns it, he start everyone starts speaking Japanese because that's the audience that the show was designed for. Yeah, right. Uh, it's like it's that's just, what they're. It should be understood that they're not speaking Japanese; they're speaking yeah. human tongue. It's beast it's tongue a hand wave. Is what it Japanese. is. It's, it's a hand wave to make it Japanese. easier for the audience to 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 understand it. But when you do that, and you have. Um, another language come in where it's supposed to be very different like you have to do it the way they set it up here because when that scene happens it's um uh nanahoshi is speaking to rudy in japanese and it's supposed to be actually him them speaking japanese to each other but fitz sylphie is over there speaking the human tongue oh by the way nanahoshi is from Rudy's world. She's that girl yeah. he tried to save. What? <laughs> yeah, that is also twist. interesting because she claims that she arrived at this world five years prior to this moment, it, during the mana cataclysm, because she so she that caused that happened because of her. But but what? that means that when she vanished from their, her original world, she claims it was the same night that probably Rudy vanished like died so he and he left as well that would be time worked differently for both of them to arrive in this world in this new fantasy world at different times what is going on john Dude, that's some fuck shit going on i don't bro, know bro you want to know the ending is that what <laughs> no, you're asking I don't. Me? john shut the fuck up <laughs> do you want me uh, to tell you exactly why that happened oh, i can tell no. you dude <laughs> No, um, sounds like I have the shit memorized. <laughs> well, see, and, and there's there's also some some other differences too because she says she's been here for like five years, but she doesn't feel like she's or look like she's aged at all. Um, yeah, right. so I mean, she was it's different summoned. because she yeah. was summoned to the world yep. versus Rudy who died reincarnated. Yeah, but she also claims that the the they have this discussion where they're talking about how um, teleportation and summoning work by a lot of the same. Uh, mechanics yeah uh magically at least so that's what she's been trying to work out a lot since she's been here because unlike rudy who is kind of taking a liking to this world because he didn't have shit going on for him in his old world nana hoshi seemingly seems to have had quite a bit going on for her in the old world and wants to go back well yeah like she she lives in a primitive world that believes that slavery is okay (laughs) yeah you know Any what? I adjusted running well adjusted hot person water would be like, nah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, running hot water. That's and the internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
I also there's there's a great thing that that goes on in that scene when they're having that conversation where where uh, Nanahoshi's asking him like, "Don't you want to go back and have like all these creature comforts and all this stuff? Like, did, do you not do you not miss your old life?" And there's a pause, like there's a long pause, and he just looks at her and he says, "I have no regrets," <laughs> and that's a lie but a truth at the same time. He has a lot of regrets about how he lived his life, but he has no regrets about how he's living his life now. Man moved on. Like, that, this is his world I mean, now. Because he had nothing in the old world. Let's yeah. be honest. He was a piece of shit in the old world. I just, I love yeah. the way he delivers that line, though. There's this long pause, because you can tell he's like, he's thinking about it, and he just says, I have no regrets. Plus, there's also the fact that um, since he reincarnated, his actual body's gone. Yeah. So how would he move on to the human world if his yes. actual body's gone? Yeah. So if he got if he went back to the old world, he would either be like su summoning or like reverse summoning into a dead body or he'd have to take over someone else's body. Yeah, his wife was in this world. Why would he want to go back? Yeah, I know, exactly. Right? <laughs> but the, the, this kind of sets up this whole thing. It's like, well, they have very different end goals but True. they both want to learn about the same thing so they decide to kind of team up and, and kind of pool their resources with their research well one thing we learn is that um as someone who was summoned to the world she has no mana yes. even yeah. though everything in this world has mana everything like rocks all life everything has some sort of mana so that's one thing that's unique to people who are summoned to the world they have zero mana and rudy being who he is, has literally all the man in the world. It's like, this can be a symbiotic relationship. Yes. I can teach you the secrets of Orsted, but you need to help me with all this other shit. Which, if there was a theme, like a, a central theme running through this entire, like, half season, this story arc, it's all about symbiosis. It's about finding symbiotic connections. It's about becoming well-adjusted to society. And that, too. <laughs> that too. That too. Society. And again, we live I in a society. Like, how the teleportation mechanics? How it's like something that she she acknowledges. Like, yeah, this world is kind of primitive in that aspect. Like nobody knows. So because nobody knows how it works, they sort of like take it at first at face value instead yeah. of like someone trying to like research it and figure it out. Just like banging so, their head against the wall. With to it, understand, you know? like she talks about, uh, she reveals to Rudy that. The reason she was able to travel around so quickly was because Orsted knows where there's teleportation points in the world. There's actually teleportation points. And she doesn't explain that yet, John. She well, just said that she's traveled yeah. around with Orsted. Yeah, no, but they're in teleportation. And the, he asks, like, where do you find it? And she says, well, they're in ruins, but I can't really tell you because Orsted oh, said right. not to say anything. She does say that. That's it, right. It's, it's mentioned right. that bad. there's like these old teleportation circles yeah, that are right. left over from the like the old war. <laughs> you got me there, bro. Happened. Yeah. <laughs> no. So all you know at this point is that teleportation circles do exist. The reason she's traveling, she was traveling around with Orsted was because he found her and was like, oh, hey, what's up? You're from a different world, huh? That's cool. And she just was interested in it. She's like, it's kind of similar. But the thing is, um, it is in ancient ruins, so it's something that it, it's old. It's ancient. People don't know about it anymore. Hmm. And Which Rudy has visited some ancient ruins in this this arc already. Just saying. Yes, he has actually. But yeah. essentially, yeah. you can just you can view Telbert Nack when he meets Soldat's party in the actual cave in the underground city. 
Oh, that's right. That's, he, they mentioned they mentioned that it's ruins from like a very ancient that's city. That's right. I forgot about that. Nice. Nice catch. So at this point, no one knows about it anymore and teleportation because it's just a lost art. Mm-hmm. Uh, on top of that, it takes a shit ton of magic. And again, you know, you see everyone else's magic levels compared to Rudy's. Like even someone like Lapless, the uh, the demon god of, from like 400 years ago or whatever, who cursed um, Rujard's people, the Spards. Even he didn't have nearly enough mana to like teleport everywhere. Mm. So it's like it's a it's a lost art, and it's just like no one understands how it works. Yeah, and there's and other it does seem to be related to summoning. <laughs> yeah, because it's it takes a lot of mana to do it. You know that's yeah. why like the whole t- mass teleportation event happened because to summon Nanahoshi alone, it took that entire region. Which old, which yeah. tells me that if they're doing a mass teleportation, right? That's got to take a shit ton of mana. Yeah, so like the like I said, in this world, everything has mana. The rocks, the trees, and the soil, everything. So that's why when Nanahoshi was summoned, that entire area disappears because of the mana. Just thinking of uh, uh, Mufasa saying, everything the light touches has mana. <laughs> God, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that kind of sets up I guess what's going to be going forward with one of Rudy's goals, meeting uh, Nanahoshi and studying summoning circles and shit like that. They even I do a couple of... to find the mother. Yeah, I mean, Where that's is still, still a thing. Uh, and then the, the last mom. few episodes of this uh, part of season two really just deal with uh, Sylphie trying to actually rekindle uh, her yeah, so connection with Rudy. As, as Rudy is hanging out with Nanahoshi... Sylvie's starting to get jealous. It's like jelly. They have so much in common. Why are they it's always the hanging out? Thing like, ever. What the heck? So it's fucking like, stupid. Oh, Sylvie, you're jealous. Oh. And then the whole time, like the, Rudy's also like, "Do I have feelings for this man? <laughs> I don't swing that way." He keeps telling him, "I don't swing that way. I'm straight. I swear to God, I'm straight." <laughs> he was having an existential crisis. He really was. It looks like a lady. Bro, dude, why yeah, my PP like hard <laughs> when we <laughs> hang out? Why my PP hard? <laughs> then she concocted this plan to like, I'll, I know what to do. I'll remind and him that that time, time he, he ad- addressed time, me. No, bro. No, no, no. Listen, this entire time, Ariel and Luke thought that Sylphie told herself, told Rudy that it was Sylphie, right? And they, yeah. just like, and then it comes out to be light that no, I haven't said anything about who I am. And they're like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" <laughs> I was like, dead. I was there like, "For fuck's sake, say something!" <laughs> like, so Luke and Ariel have been treating Rudy like shit because they're like, "Oh, you don't even recognize Sylphie. Like, what's wrong with you?" Like, uh, you. And then it comes to they finally learn from Sylphie. Like, oh, she didn't even tell him. And she, they're like, "Of course not. Your hair has changed. He can't see your goddamn eyes. What the fuck, Sylphie?" <laughs> And to anyone no wonder who's he doesn't sit... he doesn't know who you are and wants to talk to you. He doesn't to... he thinks you're just a dude. <laughs> to anyone who's gonna sit there and say it's a shitty disguise, they did a test with this. Clark Kent knows what he's doing. God damn it. All you gotta do is put glasses on and it really changes how people it perceive really you. Does. And she changed the color of her hair, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know if she hair... changed the color of her hair. The color of her hair changed. Yeah. The color of her hair changed. It's uh white now instead of green. Uh he can't see he can't see sylphie's eyes because her eyes i believe her eyes are red yeah reddish 
red-ish. I don't remember the actual color, but he can't actually see Sylphie. Uh, and, you know, it's been, how long has it been since he's actually seen Sylphie? Like, last time he saw her. They were literally children last time. they Yeah, he was like 10 or younger. No, it was almost 10 years. Yeah. Like eight or seven years. At the time this is going on, he's 16. Yeah, so it's been a long time since he's actually seen Sylphie. I don't blame him for not knowing it was Sylphie, especially since, like, you know, People but then she pulls the wand he gave her. Rose! That was that was hard for me. Yeah, yeah. But it's like that that happened so long ago, dude. Ten years. Yeah, ago. I know, I know. Like, when do you when do you like put it in that context? Bro, you think yeah. about all the shit that he's been through since he gave yeah. her that wand. He got cucked. Master <laughs> got cucked. Massive. Oh, got cucked and then told he wasn't a man. It. I get it, but like. I, for a while, it was very frustrating, but it was very frustrating because Sylvie wouldn't say shit as well. It's like, yes, because she was afraid of like the answer. Yeah, she was afraid of like, oh, what if he doesn't recognize me and he doesn't remember who I am? And I'm like, I, there's a very high likely chance that he'd remember you, Sylvie. But okay, <laughs> like I get it. It's a very nervous thing to be like, oh, do they still remember who I am? Like I, I get it. You know that type of anxiety. Yeah, we were all teenagers once. We all understand that anxiety. That was a long time ago for me, John. <laughs> oh, here we go again. So the anxiety of it's better to not ask and never get an answer because that's easier to accept. A yeah. definite it's the worst. It's it, it's the worst decision to ever make because it's that anxiety that gets you. The, the whole idea yep. behind like if I ask and I get an answer I don't like, I'll be fucking devastated. But if I don't ask, I never get an answer, so I'll be less devastated. And it's like it's actually not the lesser of two evils, bro. No, like shoot your shot and move on. Like you gotta, yeah. you gotta just shoot your shot, and move on. Yep. But obviously, as a teenager, you it, don't understand that. It, yeah, it's a hard lesson to learn, and you, I think you have to get rejected a few times to learn it. I think. I mean, Maybe. I don't think you have to that, or you're turned into but... an incel loser. <laughs> or, or you just completely give up entirely well it sounded my coworker about like you know as a teenager you're worried about the weirdest fucking shit you know like uh, fucking Obviously, like, yeah oh my god i didn't get the right dress for prom my entire life is over like shit like that you know it's like your life you is actually prom? over yeah we had, did you do you guys not have prom? no prom <laughs> is not really a thing here Oh my promise, God. promise, but then, more but of then, an American but then, fucking high else. schoolers, yeah. But then, some high schools will be like, We're doing a prom, but it's like the most like fucking dumb shit. Like, it's not it's a, thing a dance for all the kids who are gonna graduate. Like, <laughs> we party, we just party hard, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Prom. yeah, they party hard because they know they're about to go fight in the military. <laughs> Let's go, <laughs> childhood be gone. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, the, the, these last three episodes of, of the season are, are kind of cute is so a way stupid. to describe it, I guess. It's so dumb. I like him. I, I, yeah, I think it's I, dumb, okay. but I For like him. Okay. I do like it a lot. I like how far Ariel goes with this place. Like, oh, you need to remind him of this one memory you had. But but by the end of it, like the payoff of the scene when they mm. reunite finally it's it's so it's so um um it's a word of looking for it's so touching it's so when like he realize, oh, my heart when he finally realizes when he takes off the glasses glasses and then he realizes Sylphie? Sylphie? like the immediate recognition like, oh 
because yeah, yeah, I told you it was it was the eyes. It has to be the eyes. It's so cute. They like it is really adorable. Also, let, let never before we get there, I want to say when uh, um, what's her name? The princess asked uh, Ariel. Asked uh, Ariel. Uh, asked Sophie. So, what exactly do you want with him? And she just starts going. <laughs> she off goes off on her tangent. Like... <laughs> poor oh, lamp gun. That... F, I, I, I love lamp gun. <laughs> I, I love that scene because like she keeps going further and further with it, and it occasionally will cut back to her face, and she's like, huh. Huh? So you gotta understand, Ariel is creating this entire situation, but she has no experience dating. Mm. So yeah. these are just the delusions of a princess. She's kind of <laughs> like, sheltered in that that manner. She's extremely sheltered in that manner, and it's so fucking funny because she's also. <laughs> I just want to yeah, say the whole what... like Sophie like, well, it was start off with Rudy asking me how many kids we can have, and I'd be like, oh, kids you want to put only, in me? Oh, maybe a couple, but he's like, oh, I oh want more. Like, oh, Rudy, you want more? It's so stupid. <laughs> So dumb. So I, dumb. So much. I thought it was the most adorable shit ever. So and that's that was so the stupid. same. Uh, like I was watching that, I was like, you know, this reminds me of someone. Then I was uh looking at some comment sections later. I'm like, oh yeah, she is the same uh, voice actor as Darkness. I'm like, no fucking wonder. <laughs> <laughs> so then the uh the fucking stupid plan. Uh that I think... fucking plan got me. It's so stupid. But it it's was cute. It's a it good worked. plan because it's like you, you can see Ariel's and Sylvie's naivete. Naive naivety? Yeah. Naivety. Naivete. Naivete. Because it's like they, they're gonna let's recreate the time when uh, a, a strong he memory that Rudy you. had that he undressed you. Let's recreate that. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Oh well, yeah. This this convoluted plan was simpler than just being like, hey. Do you remember someone named Sylphie from your village? Well, I'm that's from Wayno Village. That's me. Like that. It's literally that simple, bro. <laughs> also, I love the fact. No, we got to do this whole fucking. Go take him out on an adventure. Say I have to. I I need. I was talking to this noble, and he he pissed me off and said, "Oh, I have these rare flowers, so I'm gonna commission you, Rudy and Sylphie." To, or uh, Fitz to go get me this flower because I can't be shown up. And it's like, but no, only you, Rudy, can help me. <laughs> yeah. So, and the so fact dumb. that Rudy unintentionally tried to circumvent everything just by making it easy mode. <laughs> Fucking yeah. hilarious. Um, uh, I also want to shout out to, to Sylphie's fashion sense when she goes out in the wild looking like Joe Namath with her fur coat. That fur coat is. Yo, that, that was oh, a y'all are too young to understand who Joe Namath is. Never mind. I don't know who that is. <laughs> former Would you football care to quarterback. Show who Joe Namath is? He's a former football quarterback who liked to dress in fur coats. Of course, it's uh. football. It's always fucking football. <laughs> yeah, Do you play on the Dallas Cowboys? Uh, no, Jets. Oh. I was thinking of the King of Hill episode where that guy... There's Anyway, we're not talking about King of the Hill. <laughs> Another great anime, by the way. Um. Yeah. So they they get to the cave and they they the plan finally works and then Sylphie finally reveals herself and it's just like, oh my heart, dude. I was Bro, like, I, I fucking cried. Like, I've been waiting for this cried. reveal for so long. It's like I know who, I this entire time I knew who Sylphie was. I knew exactly what was gonna happen. But I'm like, I was just watching this entire season because this and then you understand. Oh, the opening. It's about him finding Sylphie. It's like, yeah, no. Who else? Who else has elf ears like that? <laughs> like, obviously, it's Sylphie, right? 
No, he was looking for so Ellen Elise. That's the whole time with short hair. She has fucking yeah. twin tails. Like I will say, spiral twills. The bit, the best compliment I can give to this fucking shit, this fucking piece of shit show, is it got me to care about this fucking these two. It wasn't even my ship. And by the end of the <laughs> it wasn't your season, ship. I, I'm telling you. And by the end of the season, I'm like, God damn it, I'm in. Fuck, <laughs> like, it got me. Like, all right, boys, we got him. <laughs> Just when I thought I was out, they pulled they me pulled back me in. Back in. <laughs> no, it's yeah, a good ship. So, it's a really good ship. And then it, um, you know, and Rudy's like, "Oh man, I'm gonna finally like have sex again." Like, I felt, I felt the throb because of Fit Senpai, and he's like, like they're about to, they're about to do it, and he still has ED. The tenth collapse. The he still has ED, and it's like no. She took it no! pretty well, though. But yeah, she took it a lot better than Sarah did. That's for sure. Because because yeah, so like, this him. time Rudy finally like he he's comfortable enough, obviously, with Sylvie because he knows who Sylvie is to explain like, all right, this is actually what's happened in the last like ten years. We haven't seen each other, and she's like, she's bro, Sylvie, she ride or die, right? Like she's like she's cool with it. She's like, it's fine. Well, I, I think you'll find ride out that without die. the ten up, you're not gonna be riding, but you might be dying. No, like she a real one for real, for real. Like you don't understand, for like because I have future knowledge. This is why I'm like Sophie, actually best wife. She's actually like ride or die for real, for real on God. So man, God, you for you for God. sure about that. <laughs> so then you know she uh she brings the problem up to Ariel because Ariel's like, all right, so how did the plan go? And she's like, oh. We didn't do anything. We didn't but he knows who fuck. I am. He does remember. We didn't fuck. And she's like, what? It was a perfect plan. And she's like, well, actually, Rudy has a problem. And Ariel's like, I can't believe. And then, then Luke's like, you don't understand. Luke's that. coming in with the same. It's like, <laughs> it happens. It, it happens. Dude. He, no, again, this is a very important thing to a man. You can't say that, princess. That's it's fucked up. It's hilarious. I also like how his immediate reaction after telling off the princess for telling, saying he's a motherfucker is like, one moment, I'll be right back. And then he comes back and is like, drink this. He'll be so fucking horny for you. And it's it was, the same drug for season one. Yeah, yes, that's why I was yes. like, holy shit. <laughs> Again, set up and payoff. I so, love that. And then that, that scene between the two, it's like, damn, that's so fucking good. I love that, the portrayal of it. I think that so at the end, it was done very um, well. she <laughs> she's clearly like super nervous about having her first time, right? And she's like, "All right, I got to give Rudy this aphrodisiac so then we can finally have sex." And she's super nervous, and she, she like she fucking swigs it herself. <laughs> yeah, all that she so brought nervous. all the like the food and the drink and like they're like just chewing at it silently, just like eating and it's like... Yeah, because it's awkward, dude. You know, it's hella yeah, it's awkward. awkward. I, I, yeah. I like how I like how it, it switches like right before the moment happens. It switches like a first-person view of, of Sylvie as she's like staring at and like you can actually see the blinking that she's doing and you just turn to, to, to face Rudy and he's like sweating profusely. to go. And then he just, she starts asking him something and he just immediately grabs her hand and just rushes to the bed. My boy, my man. I also like how tastefully it was done too. Again, a lot like the whole thing with Eris in the first season. It's like, nah, you don't get to see this. Like, you know, it's going to happen. And it's like, he leans in for the kiss and it's like, cut to black. 
And then, and then the Which classic, again, like, I, this is how you know they had sex. They hold hands like yeah. this on the bed. They hold hands at the end, yeah. Ooh, it's done very, in very good taste. I, I love that whole, like, episode. It was great. So, fuck all then, the people that said this was more horny than the first season. I know! Horny. It's like, literally, in season one, one of the first episodes is just seeing Paul ramming Zenith through the floor. I mean, give yeah. me a break, bro. <laughs> but then, uh, in the morning, that fucking thing, where he's waking up and she's not there, and he's like, oh no, oh no, where I is thought, she? Oh no, all over again. And then, suddenly, she's entering back the room. It's like, Yes! She I also like how they off. take this. They take this opportunity as if you didn't need any more proof that it actually happened. There's a close up of a blood stain on the fucking bench. <laughs> God damn! That comes back. There, there. Like, what? What? I, what the what? fuck? What are you? No, Why John, the fuck to come back. What? I, I have to think that Rudy will also be coming back for more. <laughs> that there is a reason. There is a reason. There's a shot. Not only to just like like oh they had sex. Like oh I love this and that. Okay, okay. Virgin. Yes. And then there, what there, I really love like, is uh, there was an after action report. To the yeah, after princess. action report. <laughs> and so one thing about the uh, the aphrodisiac, right? Like, it wasn't just the aphrodisiac that helped him, like, have sex and get over his ED. Because he loved her. It's because he's finally, like, Rudy realized all the shit that Sophie had to go to. Like, he sees how nervous she is. Mm -hmm. She sees all the hoops that she had to go through to get this for him. Like, this is an expensive medicine, right? Luke was like, it's like a thousand gold or something. It's like, yeah. oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. And, um, you know, obviously... She also like once she tells her story to Rudy and you know like we saw in episode zero like why why is she mm -hmm. so indebted to the princess and it's like because Ariel has helped her so much throughout the teleportation like she has no family and stuff like that. So, Sylphie has had to do quite a lot to get to this point where she is now to be able to reveal herself to Rudy, right? She had to yeah. like exp she had to tell everything to the person who literally she owes her life to. And she's got all these favors from these people. It's not easy to do that. Obviously. It's not easy to get help. And it's when Rudy realizes like how much she's gone for him, she realized he realizes like, oh wow, she really does like me. Like he feels that emotional connection. And that's mm -hmm. part of why the aphrodisiac does work. Because I guarantee you, if he just took an aphrodisiac, uh, it probably would have stayed up but he probably wouldn't be able to still get it up afterwards. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Just like how it's yeah, more than that. It's the emotional, like the, that emotional breakthrough. They finally managed to get over what happened back with season one with Eris. And that just, he managed to like that, that wall that was like haunting. It was like, it's falling, falling apart. Thank, thanks to that emotional connection that he has to Sylphie, you know, he managed to move like, past his trauma. Yeah. yeah that yeah. moment where like, he's breaking down when Sylphie is entering back in the room. It's like, man, that, Straight to the heart, bro. bro yeah, that man. was like angel, angel coming through the doors. It was beautiful. <laughs> oh, <there. laughs> I was going to make a bad joke. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm, yeah, I'm going to move wait on. for the shitty, shitty joke. Right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to move on. Okay, okay. So <laughs> the only angel that was coming that night. <laughs> bad joke. Bad, terrible joke. <laughs> I, I to be fair, I warned you it was going to be bad, <laughs> <laughs> and that wraps up like the first core. Like, yeah, the only other thing that happens after this is Rudy goes to to Ariel and Luke and says, "Hey, uh, Sophie's told me all about Literally. you know you, what you're doing and, and what it's like. I'm here and, to help." 
literally an after action report <laughs> and an after action report yes yeah and, and then ario was like all right well all i need to know is what are your intentions with sylphie and rudy's and luke's like whoa whoa, whoa hold on now and then luke and rudy's like no no no, no. we're now i'm we're gonna marry <laughs> he's like, like no. i'm a wifer and they're like oh shit <laughs> right he's putting a ring on it that, right the, away. the line is the line is like oh yeah i wasn't planning to put it to like to be get involved, but if it has anything to do with my beloved, and then Sophie's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> she's so cute, she's so fucking adorable. I was like, God her. damn it, fuck, it's cute. I can't deny it. You know it's fuck. cute when Shinoda's voice goes up like five octaves. <laughs> <laughs> fuck up. So, how did you guys like the first core of season two? Oh, it was so fucking good, man. It was so fucking good. This fucking joke. We, we say it, it all was... the time as a, as a joke, but peak isekai, it genuinely is. So I, I honestly thought it was a little bit slow at times, and I have heard a couple complaints about it, and I, I can understand that, but that wasn't what it's about. It doesn't matter that it's just a little slow. That's what the whole thing was about, and I like that. I was fine with it. It's about characters, man. I think I the think pacing season of one, Mishoko Tensei season has always one, been slow. Like, yeah, season one was yeah. really slow at the beginning, so I would assume if people got through that section, they'll be like they could they'd be like accustomed to it. Well, I get the whole yeah. like, okay, we get it. The will they won't they appeal of like the Fitz slash Sylphie and Rudy thing. Like we because we've all known from episode yeah. zero, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So w- once we're Just like, to happen. did episodes mm-hmm. nine through eleven need to really happen? Maybe not. Yeah. Yeah, but, they did. You need to have that build up, otherwise, because because you have the distance. There's more meaning. Rudy to it doesn't it's know about what the character the development. Is. Yes. Well, it, it also yeah. takes that time to set up some stuff that I'm sure is going to come back later. Yeah, there's a lot more setup for a lot of other things. That's the thing. There's, there's so much stuff that has happened with the teleportation stuff and body showing up and all the characters that were introduced to throughout this core. So you know, it like I I don't get the complaint that like not enough stuff is happening because there's more than enough here. For me I get personally. John's. I get John's. Like, uh, no, no, I'm just saying. Maybe like, some from a, fighting from a general like yeah. anime viewer, right? I don't have a high uh, fucking retention rate, right? Like, I jingle keys in my face, please. Like, I'm I'm <laughs> losing interest. Literally, brain. yeah. I'm like, I'm squirreling away every five fucking seconds. You got to do something on screen to make me like watch. I get mm-hmm. that. But that's the the Michelle thing, Tensei so has never many... been about that. It, like, if you yeah. watch season one, it's never been about like jangling keys. Like, it has its moments, sure, but they're sprinkled throughout the seasons, mm-hmm. throughout the the entire season run. It's that's not like point, one action. It's not an action. It's not. Like a, it's not like a Michael Bay film where it's an action sequence after an action sequence. Thank God. <laughs> I know. That's the point though that I wanted to make. The there's so many moments of like real brilliant animation and like the smaller stuff. Like the small scale, like like the crafting of the figures, and like just the very like the action scenes, quote unquote, of like Rudy facing like the beast, like girls or whatever. Like they're like personally, I think those are like the jiggling keys. Just the stakes are way lower in this part of the story, so right. it feels appropriate to that, you know? Yeah. Um, for me personally, like I- I've been thinking about it over the last several days. It's like. I'm really torn between giving this like half of the first or the second season uh, uh, eight or a nine. I'm like, I'm really torn. It's not it's not quite a 10 for me, but I, I, I'm really tempted to say it's a nine out of 10. 
for me. Wow, strong. Yeah, that's a pretty high score. Um, I just I really like all the character building. I like the fact that there's genuine setups and payoffs in not just this season, but the first season. Um, I like the fact that they set up stuff that I'm sure is going to pay off later. I don't know. It's oh, just there's a bunch. <laughs> I I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> that's lot. one thing. This that's one thing. The dude who writes this is uh, is 100 that their strength is set up and payoff. Yeah. Um, so, what do you guys think is going to happen in the uh, the second core? Hopefully, he finds Zenith. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I'm right waiting now. for more answers about Orsted and the. That Teleportation too. catastrophe shit. Like that's what I'm or body gotti, please. <laughs> I have no clue what specifically is gonna happen, and I don't know, but general overall, I have a feeling while it was super happy for him for this core, I feel like things are gonna get much, much worse for Rudy before mm-hmm. things get better. I, okay. you know okay. what, I, I'm kind of thinking that too. Like, I feel like I don't know if it'll be like at the beginning, middle, or end of the next core, uh, but I feel like at some point, Rudy's gonna lose something or someone that he's not gonna be able to get back, and it's gonna have some kind of an effect on him that's not gonna be good. Short. This is not a nice world. <laughs> no, 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 not in the slightest. I'm really, I'm really hoping that thing he is he loses isn't his mother. I'm just really hoping. <laughs> Okay. We'll okay. say. Not for next core, probably. I don't even know how far away we are from it. But still, the biggest thing I'm excited for is the next time we see Rudy meet Roxy. Mm-hmm. Even more That's so cool. than ever now, after this okay. fucking okay. kerfuffle we've had. That'll probably I, be like, God knows how long. I have so much to say. But I, you know, <laughs> I'm not going to confirm nor deny anything you guys have said. John's just enjoying this. He's sipping on this yeah, tea. Just, <laughs> he is. Mm. Feels good to be the star of source material today. <laughs> He's like, this is the one guy no who idea. doesn't read manga anymore. That's yeah. right. I stopped reading manga. I'm, I transitioned back into just reading web novels. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck the, the mangas. Trash. I don't care about reading manga anymore. I just read web novels. Uh, and just waiting for the next volume of Overlord to come out. <laughs> the last volume of Overlord. Yeah, the last. Oh man, it, it is going to be the last. The next one is yeah. Yep. Man, it's hard to believe, enjoy the absolute explosion of artwork and animations of Sylphie getting railed by Rudy. Yes. Oh my god. I rather enjoyed that a lot. That. <laughs> leave it really? alone. There's, There's a lot. Cool. It's high quality. Bro, I do not look it's at disgusting. porn nearly as much as you think I do. <laughs> it's uh, it just no, but your me. wife does. <laughs> Yeah, my wife looks at a lot more porn than I do. Like, leave my pure couple alone. <laughs> oh, let me tell you, the pure, pure degeneracy, maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, but that is gonna be uh, that's gonna be it for our spoiler cast for part one of season two of Mishoku Tensei. Um, the next core allegedly is gonna be airing starting in the spring of 2024. Um, so wait. once that ends, uh, I'm sure we'll be finishing up uh, our season two spoiler cast shortly thereafter. Um, <clears throat> I'm assuming it's going to have the same number of episodes, roughly. So I hope yeah. they don't do like 30 episodes for the second half. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, 
yeah, look forward to that when we do it. Um, but I do want to thank everyone for dropping by uh, to watch us talk about this uh, anime that we all, I think, really, really enjoy. Um, do, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe down below uh, if you like what you saw and want to see more. Um, also check down below where you can find links to Anime Club After Dark on uh, Twitter, on Discord. Join our, join our Discord server where John has a, a special channel where he will spoil absolutely everything for you. <laughs> Enter at your own. Enter like, at your caution. own risk. Isn't that right, Natai? <laughs> that wasn't me that tagged. did that. I, don't I was who, tagged. I don't remember who tagged you, but that wasn't me. I remember that. No, I know who tagged me. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say it's fine. We're it's it's in the past, but I was uh -huh. tagged. Uh, also, you can don't check out me. Uh -huh. Also, you can also, check down we below. To plug the TikTok. Oh yeah, TikTok as well. There's a link to that down below. Uh, thank oh, you for exists. uploading stuff there, uh, Natai. Um, there's also a link to our merch store where I have uploaded some uh, ACAD Halloween merch, which you can buy. Uh, we have our, our spooky Halloween logo. I had to, I had to put that on everything, so I put it on a shirt. <laughs> um, you can buy that down below. You put it on in a shirt. Yeah, I did. I put our I put our Halloween logo on a shirt. That's a joke. I okay. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you get it then. <laughs> anyway, uh, that being said, I have been your uh, host, Alex, and I will see you next time. Say goodnight, guys. Good night. Bye. Hot, sweaty, elf sex. <laughs> what I want to say? There's that scene we didn't talk about it. That scene where Rudy is fighting Body Gotti and he does the the drill thing, and oh, the whole yeah. time he's he's powering that up. I was like, pierce the heavens, pierce the <laughs> heavens. <laughs>